Hello, everyone. I'm Les Johnson, and thank you very much for joining me on this podcast. As with all my podcasts, I'm getting quite a few questions, and, you know, I don't have time to respond to people. And obviously, people reach out to me through Facebook and every other means that's available. Um, But I, you know, and I don't want to be harsh. I know people are learning, okay? But a big part of my success came from getting out there and experimenting. And when you're successful at something, you have to take your own amount, your own risks to see if what you're doing is correct or if it's wrong. Um, in that, I started calling coyotes clear back in the 80s, 1980s, and there was no videos, there was no YouTube, there was no nothing. And I mean, even if you read an article or you read a book, that still did not put a lot of information out there in front of you. It told you stories pretty much is what it did. So the greatest lesson I ever had was trying to call my first coyote and spending a lot of time doing what I thought I needed to do. But then when I actually called a coyote, I I took mental notes every time I called one, what I needed to do differently and how I needed to set up and what I was doing when I called the coyote in and you know, it, it, it all it all starts playing a part in how you are doing it. So with that said, I have been able to understand the animal that I'm that I'm going after. And a lot of that came from I was also a trapper. I've snared coyotes, I've used footholds to catch coyotes. Uh I've I've taken coyotes every way imaginable out of an airplane, uh, snow machine, four wheeler, vehicle, tracking, snaring, leg hold trap, you name it. I have done it. I've went around shining a light in culverts on cold, nasty winter days. And my brother and I killed three coyotes doing that but we also killed five raccoons um, because we were actually looking for raccoons because here's the thing. I, 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 being born and raised on a farm, I loved hunting pheasants. I loved it. When I was a kid, I'd get off the bus in the fall and I'd, I'd go right back behind our house, behind a windbreak. And I had a, a single shot 410 and I would go walk the Milo stocks by myself trying to get my limit of pheasants. And that's three roosters. And there was times I would get two and there was times I would get three and you'd hunt the same field. But that tells you how things have changed because you can't even do that anymore. And the reason we had birds, some of it was habitat related, but the bulk of the problem now is there's so many raccoons and there's so many coyotes and there's so many bobcats that a pheasant cannot raise young 
to get them up to to be old enough to basically mature without some kind of intervention with a predator snatching up a lot of the, the young, if not all of them. So the people that listen to me, I want you to make it your goal to get out there and kill some predators. Get out there and learn. I learned by trapping. Trapping was probably single-handedly the most fun I ever had trying to outsmart animals. Seeing a little hole of grass going through a fence and you set a snare there and you catch a red fox or you catch a coyote and you thought it was a raccoon trail or you catch a bobcat. Every predator that you take out of the population gives all of the prey species so much more of a chance to make it. It's not even funny. One coyote can kill a whole brood of pheasants. A whole brood. A raccoon in the middle of the night can catch every baby pheasant just because it could hear them chirping and go from one to one to one. And a raccoon can eat them all. And so what I want you to know is, and what I want you to do, is pay attention to what it is you do. Pay attention to the animals. And the reason I bring up trapping is because you learn about the animal. You learn to look for sign. But when you graduate on from being a trapper, you learn to pick out places driving down the roads. You, you can see the travel corridors. You know what coyotes are using, what they aren't using, just because your experience of trapping taught you what is good. And, and I'm going to bash a little bit, too, on other people in the industry a little bit. Not so much, but there are people out there that have a loud voice, but they don't have any proof in the pudding, so to speak, with success, okay? So people tend to follow a loud, boisterous beacon and they think what they say is correct when, in fact, they hardly have any knowledge because they don't go out there and do it themselves. So there's a lot of noise in the industry. And there's a lot of people that want to be somebody. And those people that want to be somebody, they've got to bang on their chest loud because they want followers. So that means more Facebook posts. That means more look at me, look at what I do. That means a lot more of that. So it's up to the person listening to me to sift through all the garbage. I'm telling you, the route to your own success is going to depend on what you do yourself and how you take charge of what it is you're doing. You have to be the ultimate decision maker. Okay, I can't sit out there on a stand with you and tell you how to do things. I have been around people that they've, they've rarely ever hunted with me. 
and we made a stand together, but I let a person pick a spot. And whenever we're done, I say, if it were me, I would have set up over here and here is my reasoning why. And does it mean I'm right, but I have made probably 10,000 stands in my lifetime. I've made a lot of predator calling stands. Now, does that mean I'm correct? No, not it, it does not, but it means my margin for error might be less because I am more experienced in certain areas. So with all of this said, I wanna bring up a topic that I feel a lot of people are so confused about. So many people just, it's just, it blows me away that this confuses people. And we're gonna talk about the volume on an e-call, okay? Volume is very, very, very important. But what people do, and I hear this and I see it, and I just chuckle to myself. I'm, I'm just blown away that there's so much drama for something so minuscule, if you know what I mean, okay? There are three things that must happen for you to call a coyote. Three things that must be present. When you walk in to make a stand where you are going to set up and try to call, call a coyote, number one, there has got to be a coyote out there somewhere within earshot, somewhere out there. Number two, that coyote has got to hear you in order to be able to come into you. Number three, if the coyote hears the sound, he's got to want to come into it. Okay, so you've got three things against you instantly. Okay, so say you walk out and you make a stand. You play your e-call. You play it, oh shit, it's up at 10. I'm going to inch it up to 12. And it goes to 30. Okay, that, oh man, I, I hear it fine. It's plenty good. I, I can't go louder than that. You sit there 25 minutes, ah, guess nothing's there. So I'm going to leave and I go to my vehicle. All the while, there was a coyote out there, but it could not hear you. So you make four, five, six, 10, 20 stands relying on that little number on your e-call that says you were at 10 or you were at 12. And pretty soon you got your e-call listed for sale. I can't call crap with this thing. There's so many people that don't know squat in my opinion about calling coyotes. They, they rush out, they buy something, they think it's gonna be the end all be all. They have a bad, bad go around and then it's gotta be the e-call or it's gotta be something else. I get pretty fired up for some things because I 
I feel like in there's so many people that want to be very, very good at predator calling. And yet they can't see the forest for the trees. They can't step out of a box and learn anything themselves. They've got to search forums for it. They've got to watch Joe Schmo on Facebook giving a talk about it. They got to take somebody else's word for everything so they can learn their own success. I didn't have nobody telling me about how to run a volume on an e-call. I go off my own intuition. We've all got to have it at some point in time in our life. We've got to. And all of you, I'm going to tell you, instead of seeking someone else, get out there and call more. Get out there and go set up and call more. Get out of your comfort zone. Go tromping out there, carrying a shotgun and a rifle. And go do more stands. Tear it up. I've made one time in the National, in 2008, the National Coyote Calling Championship. One time. The first day of the hunt. It was a Friday-Saturday hunt. The first day, the wind was blowing 40-plus mile an hour. I made 26 stands in one day. My buddy was filming. He wasn't even holding a gun. He wanted to document our calling for the national because he thought I could place high enough doing it myself. I can't remember what I placed. I think I placed in the top 10, but it was just me doing the hunting and he was trying to film me because I actually had predator quests going then. And I, I asked norm who put it on i asked him if i could do that because i didn't want somebody getting upset that oh less is less is hunting uh for you know as a team and they're filming their show i didn't want somebody to get mad that we were actually filming but i made 26 stands that day 26 I never called a coyote until the very last stand of the evening. And I called two of them in. The wind had died down just a little. It got really, really cold. The wind was ripping all day long. I called in two coyotes. They skirted to my downwind. All I had was two moving shots. Moving shot, first coyote was loping right to my downwind at about 150. I smoked it. It was loping broadside, trying to get to my wind. I smoked it before it got to it. And then the other one took off and I made one quick shot at about 225, 250. And I smoked that shot. I made two shots, killed two coyotes. After making 26 stands in one day, I was still on my game. Trust me, I don't know how I got them because it happened so fast. You know, it's low light. You can barely see them. And, but the thing is, just because, just because out 